to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Welcome to Purposely Bossing Up, where we talk about bossing up in business, but we always talk about bossing up in life. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Hey y'all, this your girl T, the host of Purposely Bossing Up, and I welcome you to another episode of this amazing podcast. February has been amazing. You know why? Because we have been highlighting Black-owned businesses in the food and beverage industry. We had Navarre from Quick Licks. We had Cornelius from Loft Q74. We had Anissa from The Cupcake Bar, and she's also founder and creator of the Black Food and Dessert Expo. And now we get to talk to Camilla Masunda. Camilla Masunda is a serial entrepreneur and founder of Ebony Wine and Spirits. Ebony Wine and Spirits was birthed and continues to grow from a place of love and true unity inspired by her Congolese roots. Masunda chose to build her brand with her family, even including her daughter as a representative when seeking new markets to place the brand. Since its launch, Ebony Wine and Spirits has been placed in restaurants and specialty shops in over 10 states, including North in South Carolina, Georgia, and California. The brand is the only Black-owned wine brand in the state of North Carolina. Ebony Wine and Spirits ships to 40 states and will soon be available to ship internationally. So everybody, I want to introduce to you all Camilla Masunda. Hey, Camilla. Hey, girl. How are you? Thank you for having me on. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm super excited to have you on here to close out bossing up and food and beverage. So I can't wait till we get to talk about your brand and all of the stuff that you're doing. Yes, yes, yes. Awesome. <laughs> I'm ready so, to tell the course. story. Come on, girl, just tell the story, but we'll get there. Hold on, they got to they <laughs> stay patient. They have to stay patient. So we'll get there. But the first question I always ask my guests is, of course, this podcast is called Purposely Bossing Up. And I always want to know, because, you know, everybody's definition or meaning is different. What is your meaning of purpose? Well, my meaning of purpose is to truly understand who you are and what you represent and walking within your destiny, walking within your life of what is designed for you in your life and understanding and embracing that light. And so really understanding your truth and embracing that. Yes. Nice, <laughs> quick, perfect, you know. <laughs> I tell people all the time, you know, I ask this question all the time. I mean, this is my third season. So you can imagine how many times I've asked this question. And, you know, everybody gives a different version. But when you start putting them all together, they all start to sound the same. You know, what gets your gears grinding in the morning? What makes you happy? You know, what? why did God put you here? You know, what things do you do every day in your life that you think could be a contribution to your purpose, you know? So we have to pay attention to those small things, but we also have to pay attention to those things that don't go our way, like those trials and those tribulations, because they also mold us to understand what our purpose is. So people always, you know, stay on your P's and Q's because your purpose is always unveiled to you every single day. You just have to put the pieces together. Exactly. And I think with putting those pieces together, it's about you understanding that and then walking in that and walking in those lessons from those trials that you've learned. I think to uh, to learn something and then to apply is that ultimate lesson. And then you can truly walk within your purpose when you've taken something from those lessons. Absolutely. Absolutely. So if you can describe yourself in one word, what would it be and why? Oh, <laughs> one word. 
Um, I think my one word would be overcomer. That's what mm-hmm. it would be. And why do you think yeah. overcomer? Because I've had different um, adversities from, I mean, just from birth. My mother's uh, tooth was tied when, for like two, three years <laughs> when after she had my brother and then I wasn't even supposed to be here. Um, wow. Asking, you know, just past that. I had my daughter when I was 15. Um, so it really felt like, you know, when you're that young, it feels like the, you know, those odds are against you. And just everything that we've overcame um, just through our trials, but really to turn that into our testimony and uh, being that example for uh, women and single mothers and just people who are going through absolutely anything and understanding mm-hmm. that um, those tests are are meant for you because you, you're meant to learn from those things and be that strong. And it might that lesson may not just be for you, but it's not going to be just for you. It's going to be for those right. people who, who need to hear your story. So overcomer, definitely. I mean, I only get one word. So if I, that's my one word. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I really don't be trying to make it hard for the people, but you it know. It is hard. Just one word. You know, just got to give them a little, a little taste. You know, one word. Okay. Okay, <laughs> one word. I can work. I, I, it, was, it was a hard choice, but I, I chose that. I chose it fast, but I think it was a good one. Yeah, it definitely was because I'm very interested in learning about all this backstory that you just gave. But we'll get into that a little a little later on too. But the main thing about the month of February is highlighting Black businesses in the food and beverage industry. And you have created a brand called Ebony Wine and Spirits. What was the, you know, what was the light bulb that went off? What made you say, you know what, this is what's going to be created and this is how we're going to do it. So for me, that's such that's such a great question. It's very detailed. So for me, one, I always loved wine. Um, from the from just tastings with my friends to sipping paints and going to different things like that. I'm always the one there, but I'm always the one to sort of look at the bottle and be like, where did this wine come from? You know, what's the what's the tasting points on this wine? And I just, I just always admire, like I would be the one to save the bottle. So you would come to my house and I'm probably trying to create some decor with the bottle. And then I just started to discover more about wine, learn about wine, especially starting to go to those tastings, start to take different classes online. And so I, I didn't really understand why at the time, I, I didn't know years ago that, hey, I would actually take this and to create a brand. I think um, your question at the beginning um, was about purpose. And so even from then, when I started started to definitely fall in love with wine, I knew I started to have like I knew I wanted my my own brand, my own wine. But I also knew um, as a Charlotte native and a community activist, and with all things, it is very important to do what you do with purpose. And mm-hmm. so I don't believe in stepping into anything and just saying, hey, you know, I just want a wine. I'm going to name it Pretty Wine. That wasn't going to be enough for me. And so. Ebony Wine, really, I, I saw the vision uh, probably just in my sleep. I just kept seeing uh, Ebony pop out to me wow. because for me, I'm a Congolese and my family's from Zaire. And um, just in my travels, I saw our people going through different things, but very similar things. And mm-hmm. so I wanted to create something, a brand that people would connect with, one, but people would feel a connection when they held the bottle. Mm. So Ebony Wine Spirits is, it's so when you look at people, um, like I'll take the Olympics, when they would, um, I can't even think of his name, but he held up his fist 
and and it, and even in just Black Panthers or in general, when it, when we hold up our fists, it, it's a sense of pride and culture and who mm-hmm. we are. And I, yeah. when I saw the brand, when I knew with the wine, I wanted it. That was my vision. I wanted people to hold up the bottle and I wanted them to feel a sense of joy, a sense of pride and a sense of connection. And I didn't want it to be just something that resonated in the United States. I wanted it to mm-hmm. be something that resonated with our people all over the world, but I wanted them to feel a purpose for this. So Ebony Wine and Spirits, um, the company itself is a mission to celebrate Black culture and unity across the globe. It's to celebrate the uh, the authenticity of the diaspora of people and uh, people who look like us all over the world mm-hmm. from, uh, to, from Belize. If you go to Belize, they're immediately, they, they look just like you and they're seeking you in different dialect and they're just like sister, sister. And if you go to Honduras, it's the exact same. So it's this connection all over the world of people who who look like us, who have such unique history in their cooking, in their speech, in their dance, and all these things that that bring us together. So I wanted Ebony Wine to be that hug um, mm-hmm. from your brothers and sisters when you hold up the bottle when you're in Italy or when you're in you know you're in Honduras or you're in. Zaire or Congo, but even in the United States, when you're in, you know, if you're in Brooklyn and if I'm in Charlotte and you hold up that bottle and you see me as my sister and you just, you just know like, Hey, this is right. This is it. This is Ebony. Yes. That's so, it's it's so crazy how you said that because when I was reading over your media kit, I was like, I wonder why she called it Ebony. And then, like, I started thinking, and I'm like, I think it's for the culture, you know? Like, it's yeah. it's, it's some it's it's about the unity, like us, like yes. us coming together, yes. you know. And when I when I talk, when I'm constantly talking to my clients, I'm telling them like, listen, when you build these businesses and these brands, it has to have some stick to it. Like, why are you doing it? It's not because <laughs> oh, your friend started one and you seen her making money, so now you want to start a business. First of all, everybody's not even meant to be an entrepreneur. That's 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 the first thing. <laughs> But the second thing is, if you're going to take the time out, the money, do the research and everything else, you need to be super passionate about it. You need to have some purpose behind it. Why are you doing it? Who are the people that you're serving? And so on and so forth. We can go all day trying to talk about businesses and why you should do it and why you should do it. But that was the first thing that came to me. That was the first thing that came to me. I think this is for the culture. It's for us. I'm like, Ebony, I feel it all in my spirit, girl. Yes. I just, I'll tell you why what you said was so important. I don't touch anything. I'm a serial entrepreneur, but I don't touch anything if it does not speak to my spirit, if it doesn't mm-hmm. speak to my heart, it does, if it doesn't make me jump out of bed in the mm-hmm. morning to make me want to go do this. And understanding that the wine industry is vast. The wine industry is, is a billion dollar industry. Um, we are 1% within that industry. So just understanding that, hey, I know, I knew for a fact that we could, Ebony Wine could not come in here and just, and have no meaning and no purpose. That right. is how, that is how we lose. I think we, um, I think I see, you know, I always hear people, you know, saying what I want to do or what I want to, you know, what I want to start. I think the most successful businesses are the businesses that people have an attachment to, you know, that mm-hmm. people really feel like this is my whether if they they grow up they grow their business and they sell it or not whatever they do with the business but when that when they birth when you birth something I mean something yeah. from scratch something that you wrote on a sheet of paper 
and you just have been, you know, you're doodling over it, but it's in your head constantly, constantly. This is that. Like this Ebony Wine and Spirits is is birth from zero, from nothing, from scratch. But it to see um for me, it's a hug. Like for when people hold the bottle, I look at them and I'm like, they feel it, they get it, you know, and that resonates with me a lot. But I believe, I truly believe in walking in purpose. And this is ebony wine is literally not your average wine. Mm-hmm. We're a whole different speed of wine, and it's because of who we are and what we represent. Yes. So with all of that going on and you finding identity, not just being a serial entrepreneur, but also a mother and so on and so forth. What do you feel was your biggest challenge to get where you are today? My biggest challenge, honestly, was just, I would say, I'm I'm not even going to, I'm not going to give other people the power to say like they were my biggest challenge or that situation was my biggest challenge because I would say it's in your head, it's your mind. You're going to have your, when people talk, it's up to you to listen to what they're saying, or it's up to you to block that out. So once I learned, once I learned that, once I learned how to manifest what, um, what my heart desires, the only thing that could have stopped, could stop me. I wish I knew everything I know, you know, know now, and even in my, you know, my adult life, because if I knew that, you know, in, you know, in middle school or in high school or something like that, when you're taught that so young, it's such a powerful tool because nobody has the control over you. So I would right. say my biggest adversity was my um, was my was my mind because I have to be the one to consume somebody telling me no. It's always going to be t- people telling you no or what you can't do, but it's up to you to fight. And but my mind, it was the biggest adversity, but it's also the biggest tool that trained me to say, "Hey, we don't lay down. We we don't we don't stop." Yes, that's the truth. That is the truth. Um, our mindsets definitely play a huge part in building our businesses, building our brands, or just in everyday life. Like, you know, our mindset is what really triggers everything. It tells us what to do, how to do it, you know. So we have to always continue to keep those negative Nancys from being around us because people, it's so funny. I put up a post today that said, you know, there's a lot of people that want to see you grow or there's a lot of people that want to see you win but they don't want you to do it with other people. They want you to do it with them. We can't be selfish in business. You know, like it's the things that we do, like you said, is not for us. God gave us the vision and now we have to show others and, and, and let them see like, okay, whether if you want to do it too, you can do it too. Or if you, like you said, you love wine, you can have this wine and enjoy it. Like you said, you hold the body, you feel like you hug is a part of the culture and everything else. Right. So it's like, is a connection, like you said, with everything that we do, but it's all about the mindset. If you're not positive, if you're not letting great people pour into you, what's the point? <laughs> no, this is, I think this is a hundred percent true. And just getting on a personal note, I know for me, um, I had an issue where I would just, I just decided I, my dad had made me mad. I was, I'm not talking to him. Like, I'm just not going to do it. I'm not going to talk to him at all. Like, I'm just, I'm done. And in this coming year, I knew in my head, just meditating and just getting, you know, working on me because that's my number one thing. Business, Mm -hmm. yourself, like all that goes together. You have to constantly be working on you and your growth. But I told myself I could not go into this year not talking to anyone, you know, not uh, having Mm -hmm. ill will or harvesting any any negative energy because right. that stop that stops your vision. I don't know if people really realize it because you spend so much energy on the on 
I'm not talking to this person. This person can be calling, emailing, everything. I'm just not talking to mm-hmm. them. But I, you know, I have too much um, happening around me. And that's what I told myself. I said, I have too much happening around me. I have um, too, too many things to do to put mm-hmm. any negative energy even around me in my circle. So that was the biggest thing. And I think uh, I had to share that because I think people, when, when you see people with certain businesses or you see them doing certain things, you kind of put them in a certain light or a certain bubble. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if people share like the part of things that they're constantly working on. And I'm constantly um, almost on a rewind button of constantly working on self, self-growth and right. self-development. Yes, that's the most important part. We we definitely want to touch in today. Give me a second. <laughs> but let's talk about success. What does success mean to you? And what do you feel may have been your biggest success? And it can be personal or business related. Okay, so my personal, okay, business success would be when the first when I first saw the a bottle of wine in somebody else's hands. Like, like something that, you know, I created like this vision. And now when I saw people talking about it or writing about it or emailing about it. And I'm just like, oh, like, this is surreal. This is a surreal moment because this is like, this is it. This is the dream. Like I'm doing it. That for me was absolutely uh, everything. I think um, on a personal level, my daughter turned 18 this year. She's about to graduate. She's just a phenomenal young person. And for me, that's a, that's a huge, that's a huge deal because it's uh, her and we've been, you know, parenting. So you've been doing it a long time and you're just, you're just happy to uh, reach that reward. So that's a big deal for me. That is amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, it's nothing like somebody else holding yourself. So I can only imagine how excited you were when, you know, you was like, that's my stuff right there. That's it. Like, yes. you really have my product, you know? And then you said people would email you about it, talking about it. And that's just an amazing feeling. I can only imagine the excitement yes. you had when that, because I can, I can only imagine how long the wine process is. So it's right. like, it took me this long, you know, months and months and months and months and months to do this and then to finally have it executed and then have the product not only in your hand, but also in the hand of others is it's a great feeling. Yeah, it's a it's an absolutely rewarding feeling. It's dedication, it's every day, it's consistency, willing to work on the brand, willing to work on the product, but willing to work on the mission that comes from that comes from the brand. I think when you have people who are, who are looking for the product or, or when you have store, I know my other would be like when a store sells out, you know, just like immediately, like I had store sell out, like in the literal, like two or three days. And it was a big deal because you have people who believe in you. That's Mm -hmm. huge. You know, it's just to to have somebody say, you know what, like, this is like, I believe in this. And that what, that's Mm -hmm. what gives you fire to let you believe like, you know what, this is not just something that you thought would be great for you you know this right. is really a message to the people so for that for it to resonate with other people is just uh it's just heartwarming I just have so much gratitude honestly yeah so I know at times you get busy you know you're busy as an entrepreneur you're busy as a mom so I'm a really big advocate for knowing what self-love is but also indulging in self-care so how do you pour back into yourself what are the methods? What are the strategies that you use? Oh, girl, I get a massage every week. Yes. Okay. 
Yes, Mister. I have it. It's scheduled for tomorrow. Like I get a massage every week. You know, just facial, just a manicure, pedicure. Like self care is absolutely every. If you do not feel good about yourself, it mm-hmm. it doesn't. Nothing. Nothing for me flows. Like if I'm yeah. not happy with me, and that's from the outer and inner. Um, I know another thing that I do as far as inner, I'm really, really big on meditation. It's something that it's a practice that I do every day. I mm-hmm. have to have it. I have to do it. I have to clear my mind because especially with everything I have going on, my mind gets full and jumbled yeah. and I just need those moments to take it, take it all off. Yeah. That's good though, because when you meditate, or even just sit in silence without really yes. meditating. It gives you that time to kind of clean, you know, clear the air, clear your mind, and kind of get yourself refocused back on track. Because like you said, you can be doing a lot of stuff and your mental gets overwhelmed. You know, it's just like, hold up, pump the brake, stop, please, you know, and let me get that time to myself for a little bit to kind of get myself back in order so then I can execute the best way I know how and show up as the best version of myself. So it's very important to be able to clear your head. But like you said, get your nails on your feet, whatever you want to do. I tell people I take naps. I love a good nap. Okay. Ooh, yes. It's nothing like a good nap. And don't happen to ever, like, I thought today was going to be a snow day for us, but it was not. And it was supposed to be like um, freezing ice or something, but it wasn't. I just knew I was going to get like a in home, like a nap. <laughs> And I did not. So listen, naps are every, you don't appreciate them when you're in like preschool or whatever, but listen, to start over, you would take, I would take every nap. Right. Okay. <laughs> college was the thing. That's what it was. When we went to college, we were taking Ooh. a nap in between classes. That's where it all started. Yes. That's real self-care right there. Yes. I'm going to make I'm going to make sure to tell my daughter, make sure you get a nap every day. Make yes. sure you just take time to take a little nap. Just take a little nap. Half an hour nap. That's all she needs. <laughs> all she needs. That is all she needs. Oh, my Where God. was that? Oh, what? I was going to say, where was that lesson? When I wish somebody would have told me that when I was in college. Just take a nap. I was a director yeah. of a child care center. And let me tell you something. When them kids were there for that, so did I. <laughs> I was uh-uh, move over. <laughs> Let me look right here with you. Because I'm listen, gonna take that too. Shoot. Listen, my kids I, my kids are the exact same. Well, I actually own a child development center too. So mm-hmm. no, my kids, we listen. I put on meditation music for them, like it's adamant yeah. in every class that they get their rest mm-hmm. and relaxation. So yes. yeah, I totally get it. It's so important. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, Jesus. I'm going to try to get me but, more NAMS in now. You're inspiring you me. You better. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is a good question right here. And we were talking about your daughter. If you can go back in time and tell your younger self a piece of advice, mm-hmm. what would you tell her? Your questions are on the one. Like, they're awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so I would tell the younger me to... To just, I would tell the younger me to go hard, like go hard, sis. Like give it everything you got. Like do not hold off. Do not be scared. No fear. You you are not allowed to be scared of anything. What people think, what people say, how you dress, any of that. You don't get to feel nervous or bad or just like that inner feeling of not belonging. Um, 
you don't get to do that. You have to, I would just tell her, you are strength and you can do all of this, but I need you to 100% give it everything you got. Yes. Yes, because <laughs> when you're young, it's all kinds of stuff that's in the way. This is peer right. pressure, all kinds of stuff be out there. You stuff that don't like, matter. <laughs> I thought everything mattered back then. I was just like, yeah. okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I was really like, being stretched everywhere when I was younger, like, because I thought I had to do everything, be with everybody. My mom used to tell me all the time, listen, Tiana, if you ain't got no money, you you can't go out to the club. Don't, you don't, if, if you're not going to be back in here by one o'clock, don't go. Like, I'm thinking like, oh, I can do it. I, I can, I can scrape a couple little dollars. I Girl, I can't do everything. And I really, really realized that now in my adult life, I can't stretch myself like that anymore. Like, I have to be able to do things and I want to do them. Like if it's a need, then okay, I'm gonna have to do it. But if it's something I want to like, you know, go out for a little bit or whatever it is, I have to manage my time to be able to do that. Because if not, I'll be out all day and all night. You know, we thought we could do that then. All day and all night was the thing. Mm -mm, I'm not built like that no more. (laughs) (laughs) At all. (laughs) So do you have any upcoming projects or events that you can tell our listeners about? Of course. What do I have coming up? So next week we're working with, um, it's called Bar Charlotte. It's a, we have a wine tasting over there. We have a, we have a up and coming wine tour um, where we're going to different um, local, but not as local, like local cities, like within North Carolina, like within North and South Carolina, okay. where we're going to be doing um, small tastings with our rep, kind of getting our, you know, continuously getting our name out. Um, spreading the word and yeah just launching our products we have a lot of um not just wine but our um so you have like our t-shirts our uh, we already have wine we already have wine glasses but we have just different things um as far as hats t-shirts those type of things merch that's going to be coming out um within the next two months so launching in april yes i'm excited for all of it girl i seen that countdown i was like hold up i'm getting excited Yes, yes. So you know the work is never done. You just want to keep it fresh and exciting. Yeah. I'm really having fun with it right now. Like I'm so I'm ha- I'm happy where we are. I have a a, a great team, a great support system. Yeah. Queens and kings all around are just lifting me up and constantly um encouraging me. So I just I'm feeling like, yeah, like we we can do this. Yes, because you can, because you are doing it, you know? It's already being done, yes. girl. You're already doing it. Yes, yes. I receive it. I receive it. I receive all the love. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> so how yes. can our listeners find you on social media? How can they keep in touch with you? Okay, so you can follow Ebony Wine at Ebony Wine and Spirits on Facebook, on Instagram, um, and it's called Ebony Spirits on Twitter. We're always posting. We're always um, having, we're collaborating with different people. We're, we're always doing some type of giveaway, um, shouting our uh, our followers out, just constantly networking with them. You know, we, we're not afraid to have a conversation or, you know, just connect. We want to connect with everyone um, from the from the biggest person to, I think everybody's big, honestly. So um, mm-hmm. I'm a, we're, we're loving, we're a very big hug. So Ebony Wine and Spirits is your, is your cousin, it's your sister, it's your brother. So we want to stay constantly connected and constantly loving on you 
Um, it's definitely the love within the wine and the culture celebration within the wine. And we want to keep spreading that joy and spreading that love. Yes, I love it. So before we go, <laughs> can you give our listeners a piece of advice in regards to bossing up, not just in business, but also in life? Um, what would I say? I would say to continue to boss up. A true boss is someone who not only puts herself on, but somebody who uplifts everyone around her. So a true boss will continuously create opportunities for the people around her because that's when you're truly building yourself is when you're creating for others and you're building with others. So I would say my advice to your listeners would be make sure that you're sharing your, your light and you're giving your love and you're continuously creating opportunities for others because that's when we win. Together, we win. Yes, we win. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited. I'm just so excited about this. I just know that you are going to do amazing. You know, this is only the beginning. You know, I really appreciated you, you being on here today. It was just I'm it was so excited. <laughs> it was. Your questions were absolutely amazing. Um, I just love the opportunity to be on here and to share your joy and receive your light and to celebrate with you and your listeners. And I hope everyone taps into Ebony Wine and Spirits. And we sing you our peace, love, and joy. I give love. I receive love. I am love. So thank you guys so much. Yes. And with that being said, I hope everybody has an amazing day and continue to boss up with purpose. Mm. Mm. Ain't nothing to it. Real one. Ain't nothing to it. Boss. Thank you for listening to this episode of Purposely Bossing Up. Continue to keep bossing up with purpose. Real one.